0: Welcome back this everyone. Timeout
1: with you Stadium. This podcast is for you, sports superfans, for you sports debaters, and yes, you, the sports opinionators. Or hot takers. We take your calls live on air and answer questions directly from the U Stadium app. Get it at UStadium.com. Join in on the conversation with Brianna, Nick, and Frankie. Time out with you Stadium. Yards? No.
0: hey welcome back fam you're back on time out with you stadium we just got a a duo crew today it's nick and myself Bria's is Bri is out again the amount of vacations she takes it's it's just unreal honestly i think um, she's still
2: crying about the celtics
0: yeah absolutely what the hell's going on there, by the way? We're going to get into that later. That's actually one of our uh, our fan app questions. So, uh, Danny, boy, you won that question, brah. So we'll we'll get into that a little later. Um, but, yeah, welcome back to Time Out with You Stadium. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the channel at You Stadium on YouTube. Um, make sure you download our app. If you don't have it, I don't know what the heck you're doing. You can get our app at ustadiumcom slash download. We go through topics every show. I'm going to throw some topics in uh, to Nick and to the chat. Make sure you guys comment. We'll feature your comments. We'll feature your tags. We'll feature your app requests. Just make sure you post them in the live chat. And as always, make sure you like the stream. Um, All right, Nick, today's a big quarterback day. We're going to get into a lot of QB talk today. And we are going to release. Our top 10 quarterbacks. We got 10 of them. Yeah, I honestly think our list is great. I don't agree with the fan vote, the 10th pick. I don't agree with it. But everyone else I basically agree with. Um, I know you disagree with some things, so we'll we'll get into that after this first segment. Um we'll kind of warm it up a little bit. I'm gonna throw you a little bit of a softball. I know you wanted to talk about this, but uh but again, everyone you're listening to timeout with you Stadium. it is Nick Spano and Frankie V in the house. All right, I want people to call us and talk
2: to us about their quarterback picks too they, we never get any anybody who wants you know they do a lot of talking and and Twitter fingers are always running fast, but call us or hop on the show, put your face out there six seven eight. Six seven five five one one eight. Give us a call on Time Out Stadium. We want to get all of you guys involved. So let's see. Uh, let's see what you think too. But yeah, let's let's talk quarterback. I mean, I I, I kind of feel football coming back a little bit. I don't know what it is, but um, just I feel it in the air a bit. Maybe it's the weather.
0: Yeah, I think it is. And what are we? We're like less than a hundred days now before the start mm-hmm. of the season. So this is exciting. This is really summer exciting. flies by. Oh yeah, summer it's, always. It's, like, you know. We're we're halfway through the year, 2021. <laughs> it's, 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 it's it's basically we're halfway through. It's like I still think we're in 2020. Still, I can't get. I'm never gonna get rid of that year. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, let's uh let's get into topic one. We're gonna talk right now about quarterbacks who we think are under the most pressure going into 2021. We each have two two quarterbacks who we just think are under the most pressure and who we think are in, uh, likely a make or break situation come this next season um Nick I'm gonna throw it to you though who are the two quarterbacks that you have that are under the most pressure in 2021 who do you got so it's
2: two guys and when you say the most pressure I don't mean that these guys are bad or they're great or I don't like them or whatever but you know when I when I you know think of the question most pressure and I think of you know who I want to say it's obviously you know I don't think of the older guys who are on their last legs like an Aaron Rodgers you know obviously he's under pressure but I think of a guy who's mid-aged, has been in the league for a while, has been with their team for a while, and that team just can't get over the hump with the first guy. And the second guy is a guy who's heading into like his third or fourth year with their team, has had some changes around him, and now it's time for him to step up a little bit. So the first guy I'm going with is Derek Carr in Vegas. It's a big year for them. They're opening a new stadium. Obviously, they get Monday night with the Ravens week one. All eyes are on them. Um, you know, the NFL is pushing this Vegas thing, obviously, really hard like they are L.A. Uh, I think the draft is there this year. So they you know, they want people to watch the Raiders. The Raiders are a brand name in football. Derek Carr has been good, not great. They've won a few games, not enough. Hasn't won playoff games. Nothing too serious. No serious runs. John Gruden is, you know, still coaching in the NFL, still making $10 million a year. You know, the Raiders are always out there making different big moves, whether they're good or not. Um, And Carr to me is a guy who, yeah, he can get it done and he's pretty good. I I don't think he's any, I don't think he's great. I don't think he's anything special, but there's a lot worse than Derek Carr, but he's got to start winning football games. And I know they don't do a great job of, you know, supporting him. So be it if you want to say that, or, um, you know, maybe uh, the Raiders organization, obviously with their questionable draft picks cutting half of, if not all, almost all of their offensive line this year. Yeah. Um, but to me, it, it's time for him to put up, you know, I know there's always a lot of excuses and, um, you know, he's got the car lineage obviously with his brother. So you, you always think of the car last name as it like a negative, you know, connotation to it because of what his brother has done, but he's much better than his brother and he's a good starting NFL quarterback, but it's time for him to win real football games in the nfl not go eight and eight nine and seven win 11 games win a playoff game and then you know make some noise and cement yourself because john gruden's always looking at the next guy you know he's always looking to upgrade and you know every year we go through his Carr done are they going to trade him and they, there's rumors and they always at the end of the end of the day say no we love Derek Carr, we don't want to move on from him but it's time for him to put up and this is the year for him to really do it um I keep hearing Julio Jones and the Raiders link together. So, obviously, if they go out and they get Julio, I mean, you really have no excuses. And the second guy to me is someone who has, like, you know, revitalized his career the past two years with this new move to Tennessee. And that's Ryan Tannehill. I think it's time again for him. They went on the run to the championship game. Yeah. And last year they took a step back in a weird season. But now you lose Corey Davis, who's your second best receiver. You lose Johnu Smith you lose your offensive coordinator, a guy who really kind of you know, is, is you know, credited for saving Tannehill after the Adam Gates debacle. So now it's like, all right, we we propped up Tannehill to where he's a quality starting quarterback, a winner. Um, obviously that Derrick Henry, they have AJ Brown. They're also another team rumored in, in the Julio Jones. One of those two quarterbacks will probably end up with Julio in a couple days or weeks. Um, but I think now it's got to be, is Tannehill going to be the guy who's along for the ride and, you know, hands it off to Derrick Henry 30 times a game and you have to ride Henry in the playoffs, or is he going to be a guy that says, I'm going to go toe to toe with him Mahomes, easier said than done, obviously, and win games in the playoffs, not just be there. So those two guys, again, good quarterbacks. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying these guys are bad or busts or anything, but to me, it's time for these guys. You know, it's all about winning in the NFL. You can play well, you can pad stats. You can be looked at as a, a solid guy, but at the end of the day, it's time to win real football games and be that representative in the AFC or give the Chiefs a run. Um, and those two guys, to me, are middle-aged, kind of teetering on like the back end of their careers. They're not close, you know. They're closer to thirty or at thirty, you know, than they are to twenty-five. So those two guys, to me, I'll be looking at to to win some real football games this year.
0: Nick Ryan Tannehill has a bad season. What do you think happens? You think the you think the Titans are going to be looking at uh, potentially other options, or
2: I mean, you always should be looking at other options unless you have a Patrick Mahomes or a Justin Herbert, who we'll get into, uh, or you know an Aaron Rodgers. But oh well, maybe shouldn't use Rodgers anywhere. But unless you have the guy, you are a hundred percent sold on. You should always be looking for that guy.
0: You know what's interesting is we were having a conversation on the phone the other day. I actually like when we talk on the phone. You, 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 you and you don't pick up my calls sometimes.
2: I don't know I have how many a, times. A Eight, 16 month running around everywhere.
0: He probably has my phone. If you want to speak with Nick, you have to call him five times. He'll pick up once. That's the rule. Yeah. It's, it's the rule of five. But, um, no, we were talking about this. Sometimes you get stuck with a quarterback like Derek mm-hmm. Carr or Ryan Tannehill because they're good enough to start, and you can even build around them, but they're not good enough to win Super Bowls, and they're not going to mm-hmm. lead a bad offense. Uh, so, it's difficult. It puts a team in a in a rough situation when you have a guy like that. Um, and like our team, the Jets, I mean, we had that issue with 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 Darnold, I feel like. It's like, how good is this guy? You you gotta try to find the next one. So um, yeah, but again, everyone, you listen to timeout with you state and make sure you subscribe to the channel and you like the stream. Uh get in the chat. We'll feature your comments throughout the show. I'm gonna go quick. My two ones are on two uh offenses that should be dominating defenses this year one is daniel jones i think daniel jones he is under immense pressure i am still surprised that the giants are confident enough to go into the season with him as their quarterback i mean you look at what they've done with bringing in kenny galladay kadarius tony um drafting him saquon's coming back he better deliver Daniel Jones this year. <laughs> he can't have a season like last year where he had under 3,000 yards passing. That's not going to fly. He's got one more year or else I'm telling you the Giants mm-hmm. are going to be – he might not even make it through the entire season if he plays bad. I'm telling you, look out for that storyline in New York. That's going to be a big one. The second one is in a similar situ- situation, just like an older uh, version of Daniel Jones, I feel like situation-wise. It's Kirk Cousins. Uh, you have an offense there with with Thielen, Jefferson, and Dalvin Cook. You better deliver, man. You're, you're not going to get a a, a better uh, trio than, than those three guys in terms of two wide receivers and a running back. Uh, he better have a, a year next year that is not about stats because Kirk Cousins every year seems to put together a nice stat line. Even last year, you know, you have 4,200 yards, 35 touchdowns the issue with cousins though is making big plays in big spots and winning games where where is he at the end of the game even mentally speaking like is he in this is is he that leader does he know how to win football games is he going to lead the vikings to the playoffs again that's going to be a uh, big storyline in Minnesota next year. And if he doesn't, I, I, I honestly think if he doesn't leave them to t- t- the playoffs, they're going to look in, you know, in other um, directions. Yeah. Draft to Kellen Mond. They drafted Kellen Mond. They already yeah. are looking in other directions, you know? So um, yeah, that's uh that's what we think. Uh, those are our four guys. Put it in the chat. Who do you guys think is under the most pressure next year? We'll feature that uh, right I now. I saw a few in there. I saw Sam Darnold
2: One someone mentioned, yeah, I mean, Darnold's a different case here because, well, I guess maybe, Frank, what you said about Daniel Jones, he hasn't, you know, he had a a few flashes. Cousins, Tannehill, and Carr have all played really good football in the NFL. Darnold and Jones are fighting for their careers at this point. So those other three guys can easily go out. Let's say those teams decide to move on from the three of them for whatever reason. They'll find another starting job. Jones and Darnold might not. So th- that's a different type of pressure on a Sam Darnold and a Daniel Jones. Those guys are, like, fighting for their careers in the NFL not to turn into, like, you know, the Jameis Winston abyss and end up, like, struggling to to you know, back up or, you know, be a spot starter somewhere. So that th- that's a different type of pressure than these other guys are facing. These other guys, you know, they've proven themselves to at least be able to put up, you know, 3,500, 3, 4,000 yards and win some games. But, you know, they're on the level of, all right, I can – I can put up stats, but, you know, I got to win real, real, real football games.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's going to be an interesting <clears throat> year. I'm 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 really looking forward to mm-hmm. to to it. I mean, it's been it's been so long, it seems like since the season, man. I don't yeah, I just, I know. I don't know what the hell I've been doing with myself since, honestly. But um, all right. We are about to drop our top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL. I'll tell you right now, guys. Oh, we got the chat popping. We got Wesley. Oh, Wesley Sykes is in the chat. What oh, up, dude? That's a throwback. That's a throwback. He's on Periscope. Wesley, we used to do shows with Wesley back in the day in Port Chester, The Flight, Flight Five, 5 show. Man. We had a that's Patriots. A we had a. He's a Patriots fan. He was, right? he, was, for us. he was running a Jets show with us, and he didn't tell anybody that he was a Patriots fan. It was like a low key thing. Well, for Well, yes,
2: Wes used to write for Jets Insider, so he was covering the Jets for the longest time. So, you know, bringing him onto the show was kind of just like a natural fit. So he's he's a flexible guy, Wes, and that's awesome. I haven't talked or seen seen Wes in forever. What's up, bro?
0: Yeah, remember you tried to sabotage him, Nick, when he was at the oh, Jets.
2: yeah, in- <laughs> Russians.
0: Wes, one day Spike we're gonna get. <laughs> West, one day we're gonna get you calling into the show. You have to talk about Nick's uh, Nick sabotage campaign on you at the. At I the just Jets don't like inside. Patriot
2: fans. I'm, I'm trying to do the same thing to Brie on our show, but we never see her so. <laughs>
0: All right. Let's get into it, guys. We're going to drop our top 10. We have a little video. Uh, Splash got the music in the background. We're going to we're going to go through it now. We'll give you one to 10. We'll give some I'll uh, give a few numbers here and there. And uh, and yeah, we want your guys' opinions on uh, on on this top 10. And we know
2: Splash is going to ha- have some complaints. I feel like Splash is the most com- like complaining nice guy ever. Like he's the nicest guy you'll ever meet. But he always has something to say. Like a oh, yeah, he's a contrarian, so I'm sure he'll he'll have something to say. I mean, this is an obvious one, right? Yeah. Patrick Mahomes number one,
0: number one. Patrick Mahomes, I don't think you can debate this at all. I mean, he is just unbelievable. I mean, uh he wasn't all pro once so far, by the way, which is kind of interesting. I was looking at a first team all pro, but he'll probably shatter that um in a few years. Uh you know, four thousand seven hundred yards last year. 38 touchdowns um he was just incredible Super Bowl MVP on his resume I mean this guy just I've never seen a quarterback like him yeah. honestly I don't I don't I don't think anyone has The off-script um,
2: plays it's just like demoralizing playing him because you know there's there's been games where you feel like you've you have you have got him where you want him and he just pulls it out of his ass
0: Yeah and then number 2 we got Mr. Aaron Rodgers last year's MVP I think that's pretty uh pretty standard there as well um, Aaron is just Aaron, I guess. Uh, still we'll see if it. he's yeah, he's still doing it. He uh, he led the uh, the league to in completion percentage with 70.7 percent, which for a guy that is throwing the ball downfield to lead the league in completion percentage is just never incredible. turns it over.
2: Is like the most fascinating stat to me is when you look at rogers even even two years ago when he had that like average year, I think he only had three interceptions for, for a guy like that to like you know, who's slinging it around, throwing it like. Just doesn't turn it over.
0: Yeah. No, absolutely. This one, Nick, I want to get your opinion on this. Russell Wilson, third. Too early. You you would put him later.
2: Yeah, I would put him a little late. Look, I like Russ. I think he's great. Another guy off script. Another guy who can just pull a rabbit out of his hat. Those downfield. One of the most accurate downfield passes I've ever seen. I think you know. I see a little bit of you know of his game. You know, you know, maybe it's his age catching up to him. Maybe it's the hits he's taking the terrible offensive line. Maybe he's just not very happy there. But towards the end of the year last year, you saw you know him slow down just a little bit. And when someone like that, you know, if his legs start to you know maybe just a little bit heavier, you never know. I mean, to me, I wouldn't be so rust. I would have him probably out of the top five.
0: He was last year's first half MVP, guys. Just throwing that out there. Um, the scores now. This is going to be one that people on the app, I know we're going to go nuts about because we have like Tom Brady fan club and then Tom Brady hater fan club on you stadium. Um, I, I I don't know where else you would, you, you were to put him. I don't know. Splash. Where do you have Brady on yours? We have Splash's top 10 on the bottom. You have to put Brady in the top five last year. He crushed it. He had, <laughs> outside of winning a Super Bowl, he had 40 touchdowns and 4,633 yards. How do you not put him top look, five?
2: I, look, I get the – 40 touchdowns. Especially the young mind. crowd. Like I feel like the young kids want to just be very like hip and say something trendy. Splash, putting Brady at 13 or 14, which you said, is ridiculous. I don't care who he had at receiver. He came and won a Super Bowl with one of the worst franchises ever. Yeah. Came in and We're just gonna completely get, well, turned Nick, that we'll team get, around. It's crazy.
0: We're gonna get Sorry, splash go on. Watson. And we're, we're gonna, yeah, yeah, Watson's five. Everyone, splash has him third. I don't know why. We're gonna get splash in after this to argue some some of his points. But um, Watson here with Watson. Yeah, seriously. If he's um, there, but he, he's great, man. He had over seventy percent completion last year as well, though, which is super impressive. The completion percentages with these guys these days are incredible. By the way, if you look at them, like he's mm-hmm. these guys today are just on another level. Six is Josh Allen. I wanted to put Josh Allen higher. He was the AFC MVP last year. I don't think there's any qu- uh, questions asked there. And everyone talks about his accuracy being an issue, but he had a 69.7% completion percentage, which was fourth best in the NFL. This guy can do everything. I think Josh Allen is a top five quarterback. I'll, st- I'll stick by it. I'd put him above, um, put him above Watson at this point. And I'll put him above Brady. That's just me. I think he's it's my a fair fourth
2: spot for him for 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 a six. So I thought that was a a fair one. Yeah, I mean Allen's great. I mean, well, Allen had a great MVP, like you said, MVP type season last year and led the Bills to the championship game. But again, I don't I don't know if he's that guy who's going to, you know, on his best day out duel Patrick Mahomes. And that's what you're looking for with with a quarterback now. And this one, I don't know. Uh, I'll let you take this one here, Frank Lamar Jackson at seven. <laughs> no, what, what? what are I, have your at, I have him at ten, so it's not that big of a jump. It's not so. that big of a. I mean, but. yeah. Like I was looking through the list, and after ten, you have like that Baker, Kyler, Matt Ryan, Joe Burrow, Kirk Cousins yeah, like grouping, and I bunch, think, yeah. yeah, and I think Lamar, I would rather have him because of what he can do, extending plays, and you know, running the football. He's the best quarterback I've ever seen running the ball, and that's better than Michael Vick, in my opinion. Um, I just think he's over like a thousand yards again. Last year yeah, it's crazy. And I don't know if that has more to do with the type of, you know, league we're playing in currently, you know, these guys are playing in currently, but um, Lamar, when, when the game shrinks, the moments get bigger, he seems to play worse. So that's why for me, he's at the bottom half of the 10 way.
0: Bottom. There are a lot of quarterbacks like that though, Nick. Yep. Sure. I know we, we always judge these guys in the highest echelon. We judge them versus the Brady's and whatnot. It, 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 they're not. <laughs> most of mm-hmm. these guys aren't. There's only a few in the league. So but yeah, I, like I, I, like I Dak see your better point as well. Eight. Really? Like so you'd think, rather have Yeah,
2: I think if you put Dak and Lamar in a vacuum, I know Dak you can argue he has a a worse supporting cast, definitely has a worse supporting cast than Dak does, but you know, coaching in the NFL matters and, and the Cowboys have had some terrible coaching in the past you know, forever since Jimmy Johnson, it feels like. But, you know, the the pressure that comes with playing quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys and what Dak has done as a fourth-round pick, you saw what he meant to that team last year when he went down. The team was like the biggest joke in football besides for the Jets and Jaguars. So I think it showed how good Dak was not being on the field last year. So eight, I think, is a good number for him. This is my guy. I mean, Frank, we talked about this. Justin Herbert, if I was starting a team and I can't have Patrick Mahomes – Right now, age factoring in type of play, body like I'm taking Justin Herbert. Um, so having him, I think he was what nine here. I know people are gonna say he played one year, whatever. Um, I mean, hey, going into 2021, he could only
0: play one year, it was the only year, and he crushed it. I mean, yeah. he's he's awesome. Someone actually texted me the other for today. today someone meeting. texted me, Would you trade Zach Wilson for Justin Herbert right now? Just like in I I go, Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I, I love Zach Wilson, but. I mean, you gotta make that move, right? I mean, yep. you're gonna get gu- guaranteed top, you know, echelon type of quarterback. That's Justin Herbert. And then ten was our fan vote. There he is. Nick's like boy, it. Matt Stafford. I don't like it. Yeah. We'll get into it when we put the list up officially. I think Kyler Murray's should be there. Um, and I even think maybe Baker, Matt Ryan. Is, is Matt Stafford better than than Matt Ryan? Honestly, guys. Like I I don't know. Matt Stafford had enough chances. I was a big Matt Stafford guy for a while. He hasn't delivered. He hasn't done crap in terms of winning games in the NFL. Sorry. I just, you can't, you know. I, I I think you're
2: projecting, you know, with a list like this going into 2021, you're projecting where they currently are. If he was still on the Lions, I wouldn't put him in the top 10. But I think if you put him on the Rams with their coaching staff, that system, the supporting cast, I think he is going to play at a top 10 level, so I agree with the fan vote on that Well, What was the percentages, Frank? Do you know what that final fan vote percentage Yeah, was I think was he uh, far Staff- away?
0: Stafford got like 40% of the vote, uh, and then you had second was, uh, was Kyler at 34. All right, so Splash, we got you in. Oh, hey. All right, Splash <laughs> tends to have these, when we come up with these top 10 lists in-house, he He's starts, a contrarian. Yeah, cotidian. yeah. He starts throwing a hissy fit. He's arguing with me, calling me stupid, saying he wants to quit. All this crap. We're old. So, okay. Yeah, we're yeah.
2: Old or, or, we're, or we've seen our better well, days. And...
3: Yeah. So you, splash, you want, What's your issue? Do you want me to start at the top or the bottom?
2: <laughs> <laughs> go bottom. Uh, go top okay. down. Okay, mix top, the bottom. Do for, you know, <laughs> do it for Copa. Go top down.
3: Okay, let's go top <laughs> down. Okay, Mahomes, Rogers. I have Rogers at one. I'm not gonna. I don't really care if you have Mahomes at one. That's yeah. fine. 1A, 1B. Wait, why do you have – hold on.
0: We're not going (laughs) to Why do you have Rodgers at 1? You make it so – Mahomes is the best quarterback in football. He's on his own planet. Pause. Just throwing that out there.
3: Remember what you said that Rodgers doesn't throw the ball away, right? He doesn't turn the ball over. He has a historically low interception rate, doesn't fumble. Mahomes also has that historically low interception rate, but the problem is the eye test. When you watch the Chiefs, AJ Terrell dropped the easiest interception of all time. You see Mahomes hitting defensive players in the numbers. Let's say it's number 23, right between the two and the three. He's it's magic, Rodgers. though. Rogers, cool. So is Rogers. Everything. I think Rogers can do everything Mahomes can do, like 95% of what Mahomes can do, but Mahomes makes more mental errors. I think if you throw Rogers behind that offensive line of the Super Bowl, they score more than nine points. I look, I. It's a 1A, 1B thing. Rodgers is 1A for me. He is as good as it gets in NFL history. He's going to maximize the good things and minimize the bad. He does that better one than anyone. One Super
2: Bowl. He's yeah. been to one Super Bowl.
3: but And he's had I great also, offensive
2: lines. How much, yeah. of her, how
3: much of that is defense? You Talk to Alex about this. The Packers what the hell Alex. do the
2: Chiefs have on defense? Come on, Splash. Okay. They know on, on you produce. wanted the you wanted the oh boy. the wow factor, the shock jock no, thing no, to do no, here. I, no, it's no. Mahomes going no, to 2021.
3: It's Rodgers. Rodgers nah. put the No. Nope. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's let's analyze this in terms of big time throws, turnover worthy plays, stuff you do well, stuff you do poorly. In terms of stuff they do well, Mahomes and Rodgers pretty close. You can argue Mahomes is a little bit better, maybe a little bit better on. That's fine. But in terms of things they do poorly, things they screw up, how many times is how many times do you lose a game from Aaron Rodgers? You never. Like ever. How many times do you lose a game from Mahomes? Not often because the defensive players don't catch the freaking football. The Atlanta game. They lose that game if AJ Terrell can catch a football. Mahomes had what, 10, 12, 15, 20 dropped interceptions? I don't think Rodgers has 20 dropped interceptions in five years. So I, I get it. They don't happen. It but it mat to me. It matters. Throw- quality of throw matters. If you have a quarterback, there was a
0: stretch. Splash. It was a stretch okay. a few years ago though, where Rogers wasn't even. I mean, he hadn't hit like 300 yards passing. I think it was like in 10 straight games or something right. crazy. Remember when he was just throwing the ball out of bounds because he didn't want to take a sack or he was mad at the play calling. Over. I mean, like That's he doesn't. It's 20- Mahomes 20-21. lights it up. Any day of the week, like he'll he's he's good for 400 yards and four touchdowns, like clockwork, man. We've okay. never, I, I'm just saying. All yeah, right, well, I, I, it's a I good re- debate. I
3: respect it. I respect it. I'll take Rodgers because I know he's not going to screw it up. Mahomes, he has his not screwing up is because AJ Terrell is making an error, not because Mahomes isn't making the error. It's on when Rodgers screws up. He doesn't really. He had what five interceptions, and you. He doesn't really throw an interceptable ball. He's not throwing the ball into. He's not hitting AJ Terrell in stride. You know he's not. Okay. All right. And Mahomes says that.
0: What's the the next? What so so you you disagree with Mahomes one? Okay.
3: Yeah, that's fine. Whatever. I'm watching that three. I think Watson had an all-time caliber season last year, and if you take record out, I he's in the MVP conversation. It's one of the top 10 quarterback seasons of all time. He was that good. He had no bad games. Rogers had a bad game. Mahomes had a bad game. Every quarterback in the NFL last year had a bad game or two. Watson had zero bad games. His worst game was a bad weather game in Cleveland. And he was pretty doggone good that week. So I have Watson at three. If he plays another down in the NFL, I don't know, but I've Watson at three, uh, Wilson, you know, four or five, whatever. I, I disagree with Brady being that high. Um, I'm not going to call you a moron, like I said I would in the chat, but <laughs> I I understand the allure with Brady. I understand four playoff wins, three of them on the road, then the home Super Bowl. I understand. Yeah, that, d- was-
2: that daggone Super Bowl.
3: Yeah, I understand he was really good in the Super <laughs> cares Bowl. Cares about those things, but the <laughs> but <at> the- <laughs> last
2: wants to kill me today. <laughs>
3: <laughs> at a certain point, quality of roster matters. Quality of the guys around him matter. So, offensive line. Who had the best right? Who was the best right tackle in the NFL last year? You can make a Tristan solid Wirfs. argument that it was Tristan Wirfs. Who is overall? Who had the best offensive line in the NFL?
2: It's probably isn't this Cleveland. interesting how this seems to travel with Brady everywhere he goes. Everybody just plays a little bit better, and now yeah, he's got like for real. everybody's I mean, just the best where Brady goes. Is 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 there a okay. coincidence there? Like, um, yes, I'll give you the receivers. I'll give you Evans and and Godwin. Like and they Ed were Brown. great without him, but the offensive line. Their game, they they step up their game, and Brady just, it's whether he commands it or demands it, you want to say. It's always that excuse for the guy. Like, I I hate him. I hate Brady. He's ruined my childhood. So Mm -hmm. I'm not here, like, (laughs) you know, blowing Brady. (laughs) But, like, there's got to be a 13 or 14 splash, as you said. Like, that's like.
3: Splash,
0: splash another thing, too. Brady Mm -hmm. had 40 touchdowns. And four thousand six hundred and thirty-three yards last year. So he it's not like everything. It's not like he just uh, he he's he's up that high because he won a Super Bowl. I mean, yeah, like, like I understand the like, stats I it, are but, there too. Like, what else do you want a guy to do? Like, that's my wh- question. What else do you want
3: Watson to do? Watson was statistically awesome, and he wasn't throwing to three. He didn't have he didn't have forty touchdowns. Watson he was statistically awesome. It's not his fault he doesn't have Mike Evans who catches ten touchdowns with uh, I don't know Mike Glennon as his quarterback. Come on now. Yeah, but but so,
0: so Watson you, didn't so you're win anything, man. He, Lamar
2: Jackson, Dak, Stafford. I don't know who you have above Brady. Yeah, you you're really going to gonna take these guys. Yeah, yeah. What, what's run it real quick so okay, we don't move uh, over here? So we have,
3: uh, in my order, oh, it's Watson, at the bottom Mahomes, Watson, Wilson, Allen, Dak, Lamar, Baker, Carr, Baker, Cousins, Carr, and Cousins Her- over Tom Scott. Brady, Herbert at 11, uh, Tanhill at 12, and I think I have Brady at 13.
0: You're high, so I, you're, what, you're what, not,
3: you're beyond high. Like,
0: that is like lunacy.
2: It's lunacy. And like, Splash, you're on. a smart kid too. I we, know. I feel like you're we, doing this we respect
0: around. we respect your opinions I, highly. That's that's I why do. we work yeah. with you and you're on the show, etc. But dude, give look, me a freaking break. Brady is top I ten, understand. no matter how you slice it. I don't care.
3: I want you to look at some of the talent wise, I get the production, but I want consistency with production is hard. For example, Lamar Jackson led the NFL in passing touchdowns last year, but or in twenty nineteen but does that really hold weight? Like 36 passing touchdowns in 14 games or 15 games is not that much different from 40 touchdowns in 16 games. And Brady gets pushed up because, oh, he hit 40 touchdowns. 40 40 touchdowns in this NFL was, I mean, did Mahomes have 40? Rogers had, what, 45, 48? Like there's some like layers to how valuable that is. And this is Tampa without – much of a running game for a lot of the years, so you're going to throw the ball more. It's a very vertical offense. I think part of stats can be influenced by numbers, and I'll, I'll jump back to Lamar Jackson, that it he is so productive on the ground because the Ravens have the best scheme in the NFL. It's, it's either the Ravens or the 49ers. So Lamar is probably a little overrated as a runner because Baltimore runs a great scheme. I think Brady is a little overrated in terms of statistical production because he has... A vertical passing attack and he has mike evans chris godwin and antonio brown among others and a good offensive line and Splash, why,
0: quickly yes. quickly does the leadership variable have any influence on your rankings at all does does that matter at all like when you do these rankings does does that play any factor i mean okay uh
3: I don't think it plays too much of a factor. I can understand it playing a large factor in yours. And I respect that. I, I do think I tend to look more analytically and I tend to look more at the sort of production and what they do or in terms of like the throw to throw quality, as opposed to pure production, because I know core all touchdowns are six points, but not all touchdown throws are equally as impressive. Some are more on the receiver, like Mike Evans winning at the point of attack or point of con, or the catch point. Is okay, that's cool. Brady put the ball in a good spot that Evans could catch it, but Evans fundamentally made the catch. You know, it's not a 75-yard bomb that you know Evans is just it's dropping in his lap sometimes. So I understand and I do think if I were doing this in a perfect world, it would be a tier system. And I think Mahomes and Rodgers are tier one, Watson is tier two, and then like there's 10 guys in tier three that I are interchangeable from five to fourteen. I do a weekly power rank, quarterback rankings. Like when Dak finished the year, when he got hurt, he was at 4 or 5 and that was fine at the time. You know, Burrow was top 10 at some point. It it's a very it fluctuates a lot and I think with Brady, he has a lot of games that he's on the upper end of the spectrum, he has a lot some games that he's on the lower end of the spectrum and I think it's really interchangeable from Splash, let me ask
0: 15. And I'm going to ask both of you guys this okay. by the way and thanks Thanks Splash for your amazing top 10 because I know how much time you put into this stuff. (laughs) But Dak Prescott, did Dak benefit at all from, and I'm saying it like rhetorically, but from that offensive line, from Zeke, from those wide receivers he has? I mean, Dak, everyone's so quick to put him in their top 10. I would drop Dak a few spots in my opinion. I don't think Dak's – if you want to talk about analytics and 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 on the field eye test, I think I don't know if Dak passes all those uh, checks off all those boxes to me. I don't know.
2: I think Dak. What, I think what he does is he's you know I don't know if he's the reason why because they haven't won. Let's let's be honest. I think he's he puts it all together and obviously he's the quarterback. But you saw like I mentioned before like you saw what he meant to that team last year when he went down. Cause they went to Andy Dalton and Dalton, it's not like they went to, and I know Dalton got hurt, but even when Dalton was in there, he didn't look very good. And Dalton's a decent quarterback. He's a good backup. So it's not like they went from, you know, Dak to like a scrub, like a, like an absolute scrub. And that team was just like impossible to watch. So, you know, seeing, like, cause I was in agreement with you, Frank, I almost moved Dak up, Basically, because he didn't play last year, more than if he would have, you know, put the year together and they would have went eight and eight, and he had forty five hundred yards because he was on, you know, on track. I know it was only through like five games, but he was he had a great start to the season, Um, had that terrible injury, and then you saw like how bad that team was without him. But I think I would underrate how good of a leader Dak Prescott actually was because in the beginning I, I thought he was just kind of like there and. You know, that team was just kind of like, uh, you know, chicken without its head on. You know, they, they went in all different directions, a bunch of stars playing under Jerry Jones. But he does bring that team together. So I do give him a bit of credit for that. Um, is he a guy I think is eventually going to win a Super Bowl in Dallas? Probably not, because I just don't think that team is going to put it all together. And, you know, how long is Dak going to be playing at, at an, or a, top, you know, a high level? So I like Dak.
0: And I think, you know, him not
2: being there last year actually, you know, makes him look better in my eyes.
0: Well, I have a question. Who's be- Who's uh, how much better is Dak than a guy that I wanted in the top ten, which is Kyler Murray? Kyler Murray is a top ten quarterback. I I know Splash is is gonna have another hissy fit here, but guys, Kyler Murray can do everything. Big arm, extremely effective scrambling. He's like uh he's he's like Pac Man out there, you know. And he makes the throws downfield. And considering where the NFL is today and how the game is so open, Kyler Murray's perfect for today's game. And I don't understand why people are so quick to put Baker in their top 10, but not Kyler Murray. I think if if it was up to me, if, if it was up to you guys, you had to draft one of these guys, Baker or Kyler Murray, who are you taking right now? I think it's Kyler Murray. And I honestly don't even – I wouldn't even think twice about it.
2: I mean I, – I, I, I would probably lean Kyler. Yeah, I'll,
3: I'll, I'll go. I – I would also lean Kyler in terms of drafting and being able to build around the piece. But I do think what Baker does is what Baker separates himself from Kyler is that he actually produces on the field with Kyler. I, I love watching Kyler film. I, he had, he has the best college throw I've ever seen against Alabama in the semifinal. He is an unbelievable runner. He is an unbelievable passer. He has as strong of an arm as I've seen. Um, and, I I get that. The Madden package is all there. The attributes are all there, but what I find fault in is I don't always see it on Sundays. I always see Baker on Sunday. I always see, pick any guy in my top 10, I see them every single Sunday, whether they win or lose, whether they have 400 passing yards or 212 or whatever, I always see them produce. I don't always see it with Kyler, but from a raw trait standpoint, yeah, absolutely. Kyler is up there with Rodgers and Mahomes, you know he's up there. Like if if you're redrafting guys right now, Kyler's a top five pick. He's up there with Mahomes. He's up there with Watson without the legal issues, and you're probably drafting him before Trevor Lawrence, two people who, who is a generational quarterback. Just tools alone, Kyler, I don't know about that top ten. But I uh, I I haven't seen the the production and the tools haven't matched for me. The throw-to-throw consistency and the tools haven't matched for me yet. And they could. He could absolutely compete for an MVP this year. He could absolutely take Arizona to the Super Bowl at some point while he's there. But to me, you know, I I need both A and B to be good, to be in the top 10. I haven't seen the the production. The eye test hasn't matched how good I think Kyler can be. Now, am I overrating Kyler's skills? Maybe. I, I don't know. I think he is a phenomenal talent. But I just it hasn't translated on Sundays for me
0: big year for kyler by the way mm-hmm. so this is his uh, his third year and uh the the cardinals they have to they have to um you know have a the, better season than they had last year i mean 8 and 8 is, is fine but the we'll coach see. isn't any good i, I think I, the verdict college i don't think he's any
2: good i think he's going to hold I don't him think, back
0: too I, I don't think i don't think he's bad i i, I don't think, think he's he has any good. you don't think Kingsbury's good at all you don't you don't nah, like his offense or no not a fan I don't, I think the, I think the, the jury's still out as to how. They are an interesting you know, team. Pers- I
2: agree with you. You know, they, they have the pieces and they're adding the veteran talent, like even on the defensive side of the ball, which they desperately needed. Um, you know, the offense has the parts. Does it have the, the, is the scheme work? It did it in college. It hasn't the first two years you have Hopkins, you have some pieces. So, you know, there's really no excuses for them going into 2021, but the, the excuse was the defense last year. It was terrible. Now you add Watt. You, I think they even signed uh, Denard, the the corner today. They added uh, a few veteran corners. So I just I don't love Kingsbury. You know he's flashy. He's like a uh, you know he's young. He's good looking. You you want him to be like uh, uh, McVeigh in St. In, in St. Louis in L.A. He's just not. And and he hasn't been. And there was a reason why he got fired in at, in uh Texas Tech. I mean he had Patrick Mahomes in Texas Tech and couldn't win.
0: Yeah, I mean listen, they they had a better year last year than they did 2 years ago, so he's gotten better. And I think drafting Kyler a lot of people thought that that wasn't a great idea at the time and he's proven that that wasn't the worst idea either cuz I think Kyler can ball. But um but yeah, let's go on to next topic. So quarterback talk is over. Shout-outs to everyone in the chat watching. Uh, this is timeout with U-Stadium. Make sure you guys like the stream and subscribe to the channel. Uh, if you don't have the U-Stadium app, get on that ish. And, um, yeah, our next topic, we're basically going to go uh, into the NBA. Uh, I know Splash is a big NBA fan. My Knicks lost last night, and I'm – Pissed off about it. Oh my! Um, I was uh, watching at Supply House, my local uh, bar in the area here on the Upper East Side, and uh, I was very sad. I was pissed off. I uh, I was writing on, I was you know posting on U Stadium how it hurts, um, and it was an awful time. <laughs> and the Knicks. Oh, I thought that was playing on my computer. <laughs> I have actually some hot
2: takes about the Knicks. It's it's more it's more from a New York sports fan than a Knicks fan, because I'm not a Knicks fan. I'm not a basketball hardcore fan. But I have, and Frank, I, I want to let you lead, obviously, because you guys are both more NBA than I am, but I, I have two, two points I want to make about the Knicks and the NBA. So I don't know when you want me to throw them in there or whatever, but I want you to get into it first, though, because I know you've been ready for this one. Well, what's, what's your take? One is the Julius Randle hate is out of this world. Like, th- th- like I know... And look, I'm a Jets and a Mets fan, and when you have a little bit of success, you, you get a little overboard, and you, and you expect so much more. But the guy has been the best player the Knicks have had in the past decade, decade-plus, since Melo in his prime. And I see people saying the guy is trash and to get rid of him, and, like, he's a bum. Like, yeah, he had... A pretty shitty playoffs like don't get me wrong i agree with you and i and i watched the knicks in the playoffs and i thought the energy was crazy and, and that's what happens at the garden but to me to 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 sit there and rip julius randall with the roster the knicks roster sucks that team sucks i'm sorry i watched him like probably 15 20 times this year rj barrett isn't any good and i know he's young and it's probably gonna piss uh, uh nicks fans off he's not He's more of a problem than Randall is. You have no point guards. You have no shooters, and I thought Thibodeau had a terrible series
0: too. So to, to Thibodeau put it had a really bad Randall, series. Yeah, and, and I love too. Thibodeau. But Nick, <clears throat> this is great. the this is the thing. The Knicks all year played this scrappy be, uh, type of ball. It's a defensive game. They're not. Uh, no one on their team's an elite ISO scorer. Yeah. Nobody they on their team really a great three-point shooter. When you're depending on Reggie Bullock to hit threes, or That's you have Alex, problem, or you have Alec Burks, but Nick Randall can't come in and play the way he's played five games in a row though you have to yeah, but, but you know you have to have a big game though and like to your rj barrett point i i'm with you there to an extent i think rj barrett's got to get a lot better i mean why can't rj barrett come out and drop 35 in a, in a game it's unheard of i mean but with randall you cannot have games like he had and i know exactly what happened with julius randall i'll tell you right now it's very easy to diagnose situation He's a sloppy basketball player offensively. Mm-hmm. Sloppy, just all over the place when the defense tightens up in the playoffs. So it happens. You're you're going to start losing the ball more often. Yep. When the defenders care a little bit more, that spin move you do with the ball's a little bit loose, that ball's going to come out in the playoffs. And that's and that's what you saw with the Knicks and Randall. Yeah. It's just you had a team that turned it up defensively in the Hawks. Your defense was fine. The Knicks played good defense uh, I know. For, for the most part this series. Atlanta couldn't hit a shot in the first half last night. I think they were 3 of 17 from 3, and they were still up by 5. The Knicks just without a point guard, without anyone that is able to ISO score, and the only guy and you can depend shoots. on nobody is Randall. on that team. Yeah.
2: Like you had Alec Burks in the first game who I was in a group chat where I was like, Hey, I know I'm not the NBA guy, but this guy looks like a, a creative player on NBA Live. He doesn't even look like a real player. And he dropped, I think, 26 points because he was hitting the shots. Like, only reason why they were in that game in the first place. But in the NBA regular season, nobody cares. Like, you're playing games that are just going through the motions. You know who's going to make the playoffs. It's like Nobody's a glorified pickup game. Yeah, and then you have a team like the Knicks this year who, who to Randall's credit— carried that team. Thibodeau did a great job, you know, rallying them all together. It was a bunch of like misfits. They played tough. They played scrappy. It was fun to watch. And New York loves teams like that. That's why they loved, you know, those nineties Knicks. Cause they were all scrappy. Obviously they had dad they Ewing, but when you, like you said, when it gets down to the playoffs and, and Randall is seeing more, you know, different looks and on defense and more double teams. And he, and he's the focal point and they're not going to let him beat you. And you have nobody else around you. What what do you think is going to happen? So Randall is a have, guy you keep and you build. Like you got to build around this guy. Get a shooter. Get two
0: shooters. Get a real point guard. Nick, in there. you and can't. You keep you, you. I don't. I, the, Randall's a tough situation. We were just talking about being stuck with a quarterback like Derek Carr. <laughs> the Knicks, you might be stuck with an offshoot like uh, bad number one option and Julius Randall. Can he be the number two? Because Do they have any young
2: players who you hang your hat on, though? You lose Randall this year, and then what happens? Because you're going to go and bank on, oh, everybody wants to come and play at the Garden. No, they don't. They just want to come and beat the Knicks at the Garden. That's what they like. Nobody wants to play here. They don't. So you're going to go, you're going to let Randall walk, and who's going to be your five next year? You're going to have nobody again, and it's going to be a 20-win team.
0: Yeah, You don't have a
2: young player. It's like you have a a young guy who you're really excited about. Don't tell me R.J. Barrett because you can watch him as as a casual NBA fan And there's nothing to him. He's a nice player. He's decent. There is nothing in that guy's game that you say, I know this guy is going to be great. Like, look at the guys who were drafted ahead of him, even behind him. Like, Morant, that's a star. Like, I know you're talking about one of the best players and best young players. Barrett's nowhere on his level. Like, you can't expect R.J. Barrett to be that young guy who you think is going to get you back to 45 wins next year. It's not going to happen. And don't fall back on that free agent garbage that they get into every year with the Knicks. You have a guy who came and performed, and he, he carried this team. He was the guy. Like, keep him, build around him, and he's young still, and he likes playing here. So, so get it done around him.
0: The thing is, though, what do you do uh, adding pieces with Julius Randle? How do you make that work? You know, basketball, especially building a team around a big man, a point forward, it's yep. not the easiest thing in the world. It gets difficult. You see the Milwaukee Bucks have had some issues over the years. They seem to finally have gotten over that hurdle. Bringing in Drew Holiday seems to mesh well with, you know, a guy like Giannis. It's tough sometimes when you have that 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 four. That can play mm-hmm. on the wing too. You know, Anthony. It's a Davis, small game.
2: It's a shooter. Yeah, and his past
0: game. had issues. I mean, I remember when Dirk Nowitzki came in early on in his career, he couldn't find some pieces around him. But when it meshes, it meshes beautifully. Like you've seen it with AD, with LeBron, obviously, but you saw it with Dirk that year in 2011. Now it's with Randall. The Knicks are going to have to figure out exactly how they're going to piece this team together. It has to be start with the point guard. I mean, yep. shout outs to D Rose. You were fantastic, man. Mm-hmm. I have no. I have no idea how you're even. I was thinking about it today, walking in uh, into the office. I'm like, D Rose must just be laying down, just sleeping right now. Like this guy. <laughs> well, he looked. He was limping last night. Like he he had a he had a rough yeah, series on his body. Um, but um, yeah, no. With the Knicks, it's going to be interesting. It's point guard. Point guards. Everything. How realistic
2: especially- is a guy like trading for Lillard or Booker or Donovan Mitchell? Like those
0: are. Those are three
2: guys who you you mortgage everything for.
0: You got to go to a guy that the team uh, that has issues with the team. Donovan Mitchell, for example, and the Jazz—they've been in some issues. He would—he's from New York. He's from Elmsford, so I mean, that'd be awesome. Getting him would be a would would be a lifesaver. But then you know you bring him in, then Barrett's a wing too. Trade Barrett. You play both of them, and then how how do you play Bullock? And lastly, what I was thinking too at the end of the game, quick quickly comes in. Shout-outs to Cole and Cole Colony, whatever. Yeah, I, I can't for now. I know he, he said it was a, name a different name. I
2: forgot. I forgot but, yeah, he say. he
0: dropped. He just dropped a comment, quickly is dangerous from three. When quickly came in last night, I'm like, wait, where the hell has he been? Like, why has why didn't he play earlier in the game? Burks came in late, games, was hitting some shots. Yeah, I mean, he was. And uh, point guards, like, quickly, the, the, the thing about them is they're score-first point guards. Mm-hmm. It is tough sometimes to mesh a team around a score-first point guard, that's not an elite scorer yet. Like, you can't have a point guard who's not di- dishing the ball around, passing it around, uh, getting guys involved, and not dropping 20 a night. Like, you need a guy, if you're going to be a score-first kind of point guard, you better be dropping 25 a night, or else you're kind of wasting uh, the team at that point mm-hmm. because p- players aren't getting involved. You're Everyone's watching you ISO it up. And yeah, it um, happens
2: with Westbrook's teams every year.
0: Similarly, yeah, exactly. Pronounce colony, colony. like colony pizza, like colony, like colony, colony. pizza. Yeah. <laughs> All no, right, we I, got, I agree. I would holding. just like to see
2: the Knicks get a guy like uh, Devin Booker. Obviously, these got these teams aren't going to get rid of these guys. But uh, if Mitchell came to New York and you you obviously trade Barrett in that deal to get him and, and draft picks, which they have a bunch of, but like to get him and and and. You know, surround Randall. Like I want to keep Randall, and I know I'm not. Like I said, I'm not a Knicks fan, and I'm not a a diehard you know basketball fan. But you got to put a player. <laughs> you got to put a <laughs> player around him who could score. Who you, the ball doesn't have to go through Randall when they're you know when it's a clutch time of the game. Like you know they were looking to get him the ball, and, and he was putting up terrible shots or turning the ball over. Like, but that's not that's not his game, and that's not but, on a winning team what it should be. Nick is a field good piece per- to have. It was terrible. Going, I'm not going to say it wasn't. But
0: the this the thing it's it wasn't it's not terrible Nick. It was atrocious. I know. You're talking about like uh, if you play like that in the NBA, if you come in and you shoot under 30% from the field in 3 or 4 games, you're not starting the 5th game. You're done. Mm-hmm. You and if you play like that enough, you're not on a roster anymore. You you don't you can't shoot 29% from the field. And we were just laughing at watch Nick TV uh, comment on, uh, on Twitch over there. It goes Randall didn't shoot higher th- than my BMI in any game. <laughs> um, he, he ain't wrong. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, that's funny. D Rose looking at Julius Randall. His <laughs> whole playoff series.
2: Yeah. I mean, look, the Knicks were like a fun story and it was cool to see them, but they weren't any good. We all know it, you yeah, know, but Nick fans like I'm a Met fan. I'm a Jeff. fan. like I said, the Knicks and the Mets fans are very similar like their teams they overrate them when they get into the playoffs they act like they've never been before and they act like fools so everybody laughs at them and wants them to lose and then you get a guy like Randall who carried you there and then how quick you forget because he has a terrible series because you know he he isn't as good as maybe people <laughs> think he is and then this is what happens and Nick fans look like the joke of the league because of all the stupid shit they were doing at the garden and saying to Trey Young who just you know body bagged everybody so like that was my second point was how foolish like the nick fans looked and i know they'll they'll hate me for it but i don't care um but it was fun like by the way, i thought f- watching a f- f- nick Tra- game at home and then and then the hawks like in their stadium i couldn't watch that there was no energy there
0: the the yeah, garden was like on fire the garden's awesome but f trey young by the way F you, F Trey Young. I can't I love stand Trae that Young. guy. Awesome. I I don't like him at all. I don't even think he he didn't have an amazing series. He, he he had the same series he had their uh same numbers he had in the regular season. It was those other shooters that were killing us. It was Bogdanovich. It was Gallo. These three point. Uh, it was it was Hunter. The last couple games. Trey Young did what Trey Young did. He dropped twenty nine points on forty four percent. That's Trey Young. So. People are like, oh, Trey Young killed you guys. No, he didn't. He had the same numbers he did there, during the regular season he had uh, in, in the postseason. He didn't. Couldn't the Knicks what, have gotten that guy, Hunter? Yeah. Yeah, we could have. <laughs> we could have gotten a lot of guys. All right. No, I don't know, wanna, have, I don't like, It's like the
2: Jets' stuff. quarterback list. Like the guys you pass, and it's like a Mount Rushmore of players that you the Knicks could have
0: had. Damn, oh Splash God. is dropping these no, memes. I
2: know. Chili's <laughs> <laughs> really ran as soon as you got it.
0: All right, all right. We're gonna go into the fan question. Fan question uh, was uh, you won, Danny Boy. Uh, We're actually gonna send you a T-shirt, so you have to be watching though. So, Danny Boy, if you're watching the show right now, three X. Yeah. (laughs) If you're watching, I don't think anyone wears a three X (laughs) anymore. Only me and you. But um,
1: uh,
0: (laughs) Danny Boy, you uh you won, so we're gonna answer your question. He wanted to know what the hell happened to the Celtics this year. What happened? I'll tell that. you what happened. A guy that Knicks fans actually wanted and we didn't get, thank God. Kemba Walker happened. That's it. You want to know what happened to Celt- outside of Jalen Brown getting hurt in the playoffs, which obviously is, de- is you know detrimental because he's your second best player. Um, but Kemba Walker happened. Kemba Walker is not someone... I don't know what's going on with the guy. He might be hurt. He might not be. I have no idea. He does not fit with that team. They, since... Isaiah Thomas, that Celtics team has not been able to figure out what they want to do at point guard. They went with Kyrie, then they went with Kemba. It just doesn't work. Um, in my opinion, um, without a, a pass-first point guard, they're not going to have a good uh, 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 good chemistry with Tatum, who can drop 50, with Jalen Brown, who is a scorer also. You don't want another scorer at point guard. You don't want three scorers. See, the Brooklyn Nets work because Harden can pass. Harden likes to pass. Harden will have – he is. He'll have 15 assists. You don't want three guys out there that all want to score. Kemba wants to score. Jalen Brown wants to score. Tatum wants to score. No one's moving the ball around. And, you know, uh, to get a little deeper into this, if you've ever played on a court before – oh, now he's dropping Kemba memes – if you played basketball before, what's the one thing that you uh, that um, you want early is you want the ball. You want to feel the ball. You want to touch it. You want to pass it around. If you don't, if you don't touch the ball and you just get thrown a uh, pass out of nowhere, you're not. You don't have a feel for for the game. These point guards, some of them, they just score so much. No one else is involved. Then when they try to get them involved because they're cold, they don't shoot well. So you see that. I mean. You need a, a point guard, a real point guard in in Boston. Kemba needs to go to a team where they they stink, and he could just go and and drop as many points as he wants. He can't be on a team with Jason Tatum and, and Jalen that you know he has to get them involved because he doesn't know how to, how to get the chemistry moving on offense. He doesn't he doesn't move the ball around enough, and and that's what is really wrong with the Celtics outside of. I know Nick was all about that story with Brad Stevens. I mean, that's another situation altogether. We know some people that have some some sources with the Celtics that are telling us that they hated Brad Stevens. I mean, players did not like him, so that's a total other situation. But there was a Brad Stevens issue there, and that's why he's not going to be coaching next year. He'll be he'll be running basketball operations, but he's not going to be coaching for that reason.
2: Yeah, and I think it's you know funny because I, I think they the freezing cold takes put up a tweet the other day was like. Who would you rather like invest or give the keys to your franchise to? It was like Giannis or Brad Stevens was like just two years ago. He's like the wonder boy coach. And then, you know, all of a sudden quality players leave Boston. They get the wrong players and they're not any good. So it's not, you know, it's, it's all about the players in the NBA. Like it's a player's league and there's no surprise that Kemba Walker has been terrible. And so of the Celtics, but like who thought the Celtics were going to beat the nets anyway? Like wh- why was that a, a big surprise? I was surprised they won a game.
0: Yeah, no, I know. I I was too. I mean, that Nets team is just on another level honestly. Like you're t- <laughs> I, I, we've said this a million times, but like I've never seen an offense with that kind of firepower. You're talking about Kyrie, KD and and Harden. Uh the other example that I was in a group chat that someone gave that was like that was Steph uh KD and and Clay. The difference though between Harden, Kyrie and Durant with Durant, Steph, and Clay is Clay is an off pick, off screen catch and shoot kind of player. He's not a creator with the ball. He doesn't create his own shot necessarily. Not saying he can't. He's just that's not a forte of his. Kyrie, KD, and and uh, uh, Harden they're so good at creating their own shot. They might be the three best ISO scorers in the game. And they're all on the same team, so I mean, they're gonna be the Nets are probably gonna go. How to
2: do you lose? How do they lose? Like that team can't lose. Like the uh, Bucks, think,
0: the Bucks might give them some issues because they play defense. You know, yeah. the Bucks play some D. Giannis is a monster out there. Drew Holiday is a good defender as well. They might give them some fits, um, but th- when those guys get hot, man, they- they'll drop thirty points in five freaking minutes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's it's ridiculous. So. um Who's your right.
2: finals prediction? Team, Two teams.
0: I was thinking about this the other night, man. Uh, it's hard to pick out of
2: the West. I mean, obviously, everybody's going to pick the Nets, right? It's like out of the West I,
0: have, tough. I have to say, gun to my head right now, I'm going to go. I'll go the Nets in the East, but I think the Bucks are right there, honestly. But I'll go the Nets. And then the West. Uh, the West is tough, man. I'm honestly going to say uh, – you know, I'm going to go with the Suns. Wow. That'd be cool. I, I think the Suns will beat the Lakers. Um, I don't know if they'll beat them tonight, um, but I think the Suns will beat the Lakers. I like the Jazz as well, but they're missing something. I think if Booker's playing like that, uh, Aiden's a monster. If Paul can stay healthy, that team is primed to go to the finals. I mean, what's going to happen, I think, this year is the Nets are going to play like a like – a, 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 Bad-ish West Finals team, yeah. and the Nets will beat them. You know, right. like that's how it sometimes happens. Like last year, when the you had the, the Lakers and the Lakers Heat, the, the Heat, Heater, yeah. yeah, the Heat are like that team that like you know is going to lose, what's going to get there. I feel like the Suns or like West will have a team like that that you know. I is hope it's
2: Luca, the best player in basketball. Oh my
0: god, that guy Unbelievable. is. A, you named your son after him.
2: Yeah, you could hear him in the background. He's, he wanted to talk <laughs> about Luca, but I told him I would talk about him. But yeah, I mean he's. He's incredible, that dude. He's putting that bum Porzingis on his back and carrying him. That guy sucks too, Porzingis. That's for another, another day. And I, and it sucks because Luca's my favorite player in the NBA, and I can't root for the Mavericks because I can't stand Porzingis. So it's a, uh, I'm in a pickle here. But um, I, I love watching Luca play. He's crazy.
0: Yeah, no, he's unbelievable, man. The way he uses his body, the way he's able to move around. He reminds me of like I call him. He's like oh, he's like a white James Harden. You know what I mean? I kind of reminds one. me of him a little bit like the way he moves and stuff um but uh Frank, I know you love Chris Paul it's a good question for you. All right, do you go after Chris Paul in free agency this year for the Knicks? Honestly, Nick, watch Nick TV, I have no idea. I I'd flip, flip a coin if you're asking me what I I wouldn't. I don't know. He's, he's too old. old. He's too yeah. old. What are you going to get? I mean I mean, listen. If Derrick Rose is not going to be able to play next year, and you need someone to kind of just win you some games, but the Knicks have to make a stra- they have to put together a strategy to invest mm-hmm. in a long-term point guard, like yeah. somewhere. I don't know where. Yeah, it's not I don't a strategy. How.
2: I agree. That's kind of just like we need a point guard. Paul's available. He's connected with the new uh, Leon Rose-like group that they have there. So just bring him in because we're the Knicks. It feels like it, it, Even if it is the right move it doesn't feel like it feels like an old Knicks move if that makes sense you know to yeah, bring him in like cuz he's going to get paid and that and like yeah he's going to be much better than rose in the in the regular season but like how much better how much more is he going to do for you than than rose did in the playoffs that he just put together i don't know i just i love chris paul if he was 10 years younger
0: yeah no chris paul man has been a pleasure watching that guy play i hope I hope at some point he can get a ring. I really like his game. I think his energy, his leadership. I mean, everywhere he goes, they're just better. Um, we'll see tonight though. Uh Chris Paul, tonight's your night, brother. Like hope let's see what you out. Yeah, close out the Lakers tonight. Don't go into a game 7. If they go to a game 7, things things are weird in game 7, especially Is against AD team playing? like In game they're 7, I think so. He's not playing tonight. Not tonight. Anything, right? No, tonight. No. Peter uh, Barkley I don't called
2: him Street Clothes. I was cracking up.
0: <laughs> what, do you, what do you what do you call him?
2: Barkley called it calls AD Street Clothes because he never plays. Like, <laughs> yeah, Barkley's the best, dude. That's like the best thing. Like, the NBA got it right with that. That group is so funny.
0: Oh yeah, they're hilarious. I love them too. They're like when Shaq first got on the show it was a little bit weird, but like now they just all mesh perfectly. Yeah, because like,
2: they they're, they're they're the fighting between Barkley and. And Shack is perfect. I love the stupid.
0: I love the graphics and memes they put up too. Like they'll put yeah, like the, dude, the bark show bark like like a, like a crying baby on the floor, like <laughs> a, or like barking like a pig or something. Like they just do all these funny like graphics.
2: It's an awesome show. Like the, That's like you can't do better than that.
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's it's awesome. Like I literally look forward to it sometimes more than the game. Sometimes I know I can't it's wait true. for the game. In to the regular end. season for sure. <laughs> all right, everyone. It's the end of the show. Um, we are finito. And um, yeah, if you uh, if you haven't tuned in uh, yet, you can obviously always watch the replays. We have the replays up on our YouTube. So go to U Stadium on YouTube. Um, you can go to the U Stadium app as well. Breaking tab, you go down and you'll find the show link there. Um, and yeah, we'll uh, we'll do our show next week. We'll release our top ten running backs next week. So what we're gonna do is we'll just keep releasing a top ten on the timeout show we won't do it like we did tonight though where we have to go through the video we can just release them uh we'll drop them on thursday at 6 p.m um we're gonna post it on instagram if you don't follow us on instagram you gotta follow us on there and twitter at U stadium get those uh Get those get those subscribers up, baby. We gotta move. We gotta move there. We you gotta know. eat wow. here. we were following, bro. We gotta to get to 100k on Instagram. I know what's going on. We've been stuck at I Instagram know. for a minute. Jesus. I think um, it's the Russians. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. They're holding us back. Yeah. Oh, by the way, guys, next week we'll have a Hunter Biden. Will be joining us on the show. <laughs> so, <laughs> Um, who's wait what, what email no, the email uh, the, the the fauci emails are. i don't understand. Right i like stuff. read some of the fauci email stuff I, I don't know like whatever he's emailing he he, he has said every opinion underneath the sun i know right? that's the thing he, it's, true, it's like because he has said a he said b he yeah. said z i mean like he's been right he's also been wrong because he has said everything so i don't understand yeah. like why everyone's up in arms about this stuff um i don't know i, I don't want to get into politics um I will it say it shouldn't
2: be political, which is crazy. It's it's more of a a public health thing than it is politics. But everything's political now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Hen- Henry's ch- Henry's chiming in. All right, Henry. Uh, <laughs> this is going to become a U Stadium segment. We're going to end the show with political talk every every oh, every, boy. every week. All right, but We're no, definitely getting canceled. I love politics. I do. I swear, I do. I love talking about it. I've uh, I, I I I try to think outside the box sometimes. I will say this, if I had one opinion to give to people about politics, do not follow everything that your party is saying. It is dangerous. They want your votes. That's all they care about, a lot of these politicians, is your vote. They want to win. like We want app downloads and subscribers. They want your vote. So be careful when you listen to some of the agendas thrown out there in politics, because these aren't nicest people in the world. When the doors close and the cameras aren't on them, they might sound dandy in front of the camera. When the doors close, things get a little grimy in politics when you have that much money tied up into things. I mean, for example, not to get too much in, but I'm going in the COVID vaccine crowned nine new billionaires, nine new billionaires became billionaires because of the COVID vaccine. So, when you see things being pushed and stuff, uh look look at the other side of the coin cuz there's a lot of coins going around when stuff like this um is is at play. It can be very great. And we're not talking about millionaires, are talking about billionaires. You know, but I think the whole co- continent of Africa, for example, has like 15 billionaires. We have 9 just because of a vaccine. Put that in perspective. So, um I'm just saying and that's just an example about how much money's thrown around in politics, like a decision like the government backing up something can make people billions upon billions of dollars in corporations, a lot of money. So, you know, it's, it's just funny, you know, and it's like the same people that are against billionaires are the same ones that are championing something that's making more billionaires. Think about that as well. But. That's just a little food food for thought, there, everyone. I'm gonna have a political nice show little in drop day, at Nick. the end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like that. Hell yeah, Noah, let's go, baby. Gonna be a billion dollar club. You're you're <laughs> right at the you're right at the front table, brother. I, I got <laughs> I, I, I got a nice prime rib with your name on it. But uh, that's good. All right, he's <laughs> gonna go eat right. now. I know about a lot of prime rib right now. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. It's a wrap. Shout-out to Producer Splash. You kill it. Shout-out to everyone in the chat. Henry, killing it all all, all day, every day. Henry d- drops the dopest graphics. Noah, iOS, Dev in the house. We colony. got uh, Washington TV, Colony. Holden was in the chat. shout outs Javier. We got Craig. Shout-out to you all. You guys rock. Um, Wesley made an appearance tonight. Got to love gotta – love, uh, What's he's worldwide? West. I don't even know where he is. One day, one day, one country. The next, he's on. I'll Paris.
2: answer. NY Jets Nation ninety eight. He asked before we even started the show. Any updates on Stephen Nelson? I don't think he's coming to the Jets, so don't don't hold your breath there. But no, he's not. He's got a bunch of teams and he's looking to get paid, so uh, he's waiting. You want him? You take? Oh him? yeah, I would take him in a second, but I don't think What's the Jets a, are going down mock, that route.
0: Mock mock deal. What's like a deal? What's a a, a year and probably looking
2: between eight and nine million a year. That's is my guess nothing that I that I know but you know I don't think he's signing anywhere for for cheap otherwise he would have already he's got six or so teams interested
0: Really Mhm Interesting Same with Sherman he's not just You would give you would give, you would give him I don't know man I feel something off with that whole with him I don't know I don't know I wouldn't give him 8 or 9 a uh, year but I agree that seems to be like kind of his asking price Yeah I would sign, you know I'd want to get what I, uh, you know, I'd take him for like a three, a 316 deal, 317. I wouldn't pay him though more than that. I mean, you're talking about if you're talking about eight, eight mil a year, Nick, you're paying him 25 mil over, over. Yeah, it depends you know, on what the deal years. looks
2: like. I don't think, I think the Jets just want to get some of these young players the reps in, in camp. That's what, uh you know, Salah said is he's going to get, he wants, he doesn't want an older veteran to come in and take reps from some of these young guys they're trying to develop. So. You know, if if none of these young guys step up, you know, in July and August, and some of the veteran guys, or maybe even a trade, you know, if, if they're not looking any good and they need a corner, then then you look for a veteran who doesn't need these reps in uh, in the summer, but these young kids do.
0: Nick, we had another question for you.
2: Pool Brian Poole is not coming back. The Jets and Pool split last year. There was before when he got hurt, and I don't know what happened, but internally they they both weren't happy with, with each other and. The Jets added, I think, three, two or three different uh, inside corners, and he hasn't signed yet. Um, so something's going on there that we all don't know about. Remember last year, he didn't have a big market either. He had to come back to the Jets late in free agency on a one-year deal. So I think fans overrate Brian Poole, and I think it's because of the PFF numbers that you see. And um, the Jets usually are pretty weak at these inside slot corners, and I think you saw a little bit of success, like kind of what I talked about with the Knicks. Saw a little bit of success from Poole and overrated him a bit, and he's not as well thought of around the league as he is by Jeff fans. So, no, he's not. He had back. a
0: good year last year, though.
2: Two years ago, he had a good year. Last year, he got hurt. Two years
0: ago. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Two but he, he, ago, was good, he was good, though. He was really he, good, yeah. He, he, what, he, he, he played the first. He played how many games last year, though?
2: Uh, Probably, like, I don't, I don't even know. Probably eight.
0: Yeah, he played, like, the first half of the season. He was, I was good. Was. I thought he was yeah, good. Yeah, he was solid. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, yeah, we're going to wrap up the show. Shout-outs to you all. Uh, we will be back next week. We'll launch our top 10 running backs. Make sure you subscribe to our channel. And we have a podcast, too, the Time Out With You Stadium. You can get it on Apple, Spotify, and all, all them good podcast uh, sites. All right, y'all, we are out. See ya. Let's go mess. <laughs>
1: That's it for this episode of Time Out with U Stadium. We'd love to connect with you and keep the conversation going. Find us on the U Stadium app, the best way to talk sports on mobile or online. Check us out at ustadium.com and on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a show.